A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online, so any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore, so we're calling for a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. You ready to go? I'm ready to go! Hello. Hello. Oh, I'm so disappointed. I thought I could catch you out. No, man. He just put a crisp in his mouth as soon as I started the music. He's been frantically chomping. Choo, 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 swallow. Choo, 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 swallow. Yeah, man. Only three. Yeah, man. That's all you need. That's the minimum required number of chews. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Start of a Ten. He's George. He's Angus. We're on an episode... Yeah, I don't know which. I don't know which. Kind of lost track again, but it's all good. Yeah, we're back again. Have you had a good week? Yes, I have. What have you been up to? Nothing. The long pause doesn't really work well, on an audio form. No, true. <laughs> uh, people are just wondering, is it, is it stopped? Yeah, is it worried? Are they, are they, uh, what's going on? George is broken. <laughs> Sorry, I had to put 50p in it. <laughs> Another coin in, yeah. Uh, no, nothing of interest. Just nothing work interest. and play. Work and play? Well, a bit of play. Good. Good, Good to hear. I've and re- you? I've reupholstered some chairs. Um, yeah, that was... That, that was, was quite a, fun. I, I'm not going to go that far. Got to use the new staple gun. See, that's great. Men love um, a good new tool. What else has happened? I used a sander recently. Good. A table. It was quite fun. Um, keep up with the news. That's been quite busy. That's good because we are a topical show. So <laughs> yeah. Um, just been quite angry, really. What the news? Yeah, angry at the news. I I nearly genuinely nearly called Vanessa Feltz today on radio. Really? Two. Yeah. Why? I was. Angry. What was the topic that got you angered? Oh, um, it was um actually yeah interesting. I'll I'll talk, tell you why I was so angry. It Please was um. Do. It was the um. Uh, the cycling Bradley Wiggins TV oh, yeah. abuse thing. Okay. I'm a big cycling fan. I'm a big sports fan. And I weirdly have a, a fairly broad understanding of the kind of drugs as well that they these guys are using. And I don't like cycling's past of where it's been with drugs and everything like that. The illegal guys, the... um, What's his name? The Lance Armstrongs and all that stuff mm. that's happened. And... But I think what's happened here is essentially, there's a few plot points here. Um, it's a, Ru- a Russian hacker group are leaking. Oh, yeah. Are essentially, Something bare. Yeah. Are leaking the medical records of sportsmen, not just cyclists, all sorts of people, but obviously the big high profile people. So Chris Froome, Bradley Wiggins are like high value targets. Now they haven't, they haven't actually done anything they haven't actually taken any substances that they weren't allowed to. So th- they are above board. But you have to have permission to use these things. Mm-hmm. Now, what's kind of come to a light that is more disturbing is uh, how... How do they... That's the best way to explain it. They have... Say, for instance, you had hay fever 
or asthma. Now, it's pretty easy that every single person in the... So, of the 100 guys at the Tour de France, it's quite easy to get diagnosed with having hay fever-like symptoms. Therefore, yeah. you put under the umbrella of having hay fever. You're on your Puritan. There you go, right? Puritan is what you would be given for hay fever. However, they're not. They go to the team doctor who oh, gets right. who gets approval. They just puts them on coke or something. Essentially, they're giving them huge doses of uh, cortical steroids, like oral steroids, mm. which yes, do alleviate the symptoms of hay fever, but also but also have a systemic effect on the whole rest of the body mm. and how all sorts of processes work. Naughty. Now the argument is: Are you taking them back up to a level that allows them to perform at a level that they already do exist at, or, or over and above? Are you are are they now able to perform at a level higher than they were? The one thing to stress is that technically, the the athlete hasn't <laughs> the way the laws are haven't he hasn't actually done anything wrong. But however, there is something systemically wrong with the laws. The fact that you can do this and it is okay. Yeah, and it just made so me incredibly you nearly angry. Rang Radio Two. <coughs> I nearly rang Vanessa Feltz because this the. For example, they prescribed Bradley Wiggins was given 40 milligram of prednisolone. Now, I have pretty extreme lung deterioration, and my worst point was put on 40 milligram of prednisolone to get rid of the inflammation when, there you go, that was the same. Christ. You're approaching, you are genuinely getting near the maximum dose that you can give somebody per kilo. Like, you are getting up to the realms of, like, really big doses, and they were giving this for a week. And also, not just because they had hay fever, because they were preempting that they may have the symptoms of hay fever when they. So essentially, where you would so essentially they are doping. When really this is yeah really they are they are but the problem is it's it's within the laws and that's how it that's how it is and it's very it's sad I'm I'm a sports fan I love sport and all I want to see is people competing on a level playing field but it opens a whole I could talk for hours about it and I think it's a real issue and but the other thing the other side of it that i see is that all of a sudden a russian hacking group have leaked this stuff while everybody's well, yeah. it takes the spotlight off of russia's state-sponsored doping that's the, the whole thing is with the russia thing is that it was as you just said it was sponsored by the state <coughs> so it wasn't like an individual this, this isn't taking sponsored hay by the fever state. hay fever medication this is even worse than being sponsored by the state this is sponsored by the world anti-doping agency this comes from the people who decide oh, well, yeah, the rules, true, yeah. because they've let they let that go through their their slip through their yeah, net. That's true. Not just cycling, but cycling obviously is poor. It's actually Bradley Wiggins who's taking the brunt of this for all the athletes who have been abusing the TUE mm. system for all this time. But as I said, I could talk about that forever, and it is current news, but it's not super interesting. But I it made me so angry. I nearly rang Radio Two. I think you should have rang Radio Two. <sighs> yeah. What were they? What were they saying? What? Well, there was a somebody rang up because he was also Bradley Wiggins was also given an intramuscular injection that was another anti-inflammatory essentially, um, and there was another there was a lady who rang up who also has this same drug, and she is really bad. Whatever her condition was was really bad, but this drug is so strong you're only allowed to have it three times a year. So three what, times a year. Yeah. So what she has to do is space it out and time it around things because essentially she was saying it's like a miracle drug for her. Her chest symptoms get so bad, she's nearly in a wheelchair. She goes in, has her injection, and a wee- and is it like in the spine or something? No, it's in your arm. It's literally an intramuscular injection, oh, but right, it's an anti-inflammatory. Okay. But it's so strong 
And it has such an effect on all different parts of your body. It induces weight loss and all sorts of other things that are also beneficial for cycling, oh, yeah, which yeah. is beside the point. Less weight, more muscle. And um, then they, yes, yeah, it takes effect so fast. She, it literally changes her life and she's back good again. Now, her argument was, yeah, now it allows Bradley to be really good and win. It was like, don't quite think you've understood the point here, love. All you've done is go, yeah, that drug's really, really, really good. But for me, the problem is <coughs> the, uh, the argu- they're, they're knocking in. I, sa- I said it to uh, somebody else. I said it to Mark on Twitter. Um, somebody's, they're essentially knocking in like thumbtacks with sledgehammers here. They're taking the smallest possible. Yeah, they are. And they're using the biggest tool they've got. And it's um, it's sad. Yeah, right. I don't like that. See, I it's I watch loads of sport. It keeps me interested. I just find find it really sad, and that's what happens. So you've had a bit of an angry. Yeah, I just don't like watching. I like Bradley Wiggins. I like him as a bloke. I think he, it's, it's almost like the Lance Armstrong thing. He did. He raised. I can't remember what the figure is, but it's hundreds of millions of pounds for cancer. Mm. And he used his profile to do that. You can't begrudge the man who raised, I think it's $800 million for cancer charities. Now, you can't begrudge the man who raised that much money for cancer. How did he raise that much money? You know, Live Strong, the yellow bands, all that stuff? That was him? Yeah. There you go. So. Wow, I never knew that. Exactly. So, you can't begrudge that. And Braddy Wiggins has literally changed the UK's perception of sport. And Since yeah, I mean, so many cycling, people cycle now. Everything. What he's done outside of it is amazing. But do do I agree that if they've done this under shady... Not shady. It's not shady. That's the problem. It, it's not shady. It just has ethical questions. Ethically, was it the right thing to do? No. Is sport about ethics? No, it's about taking the rule book and running as close to the line and winning at the yeah, end of the is. day. And then it's... Sport is about winning, very, very, very closely followed by yep. take by following the rules. That's those. That's the pecking order, and everything else comes. I think you second. summed it up perfectly there. Yeah, and I think it's just it's just a shame that I think the wrong people here are getting kicked through the mud and are having to take the brunt of this. But that's by the by, isn't it? This isn't start of a tent? Isn't Angus's political stool to stand and talk about doping? <laughs> So I think instead we'll talk about a teenage surfer who are, who campaigned against having a barrier for putting sharks to keep the sharks away from his beach. Yeah. Has been attacked by a shark. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my god. Where? Australia. Australia. Yep, Canberra. So he campaigned against having nets having I don't nets know if up. it is nets. I'm not sure how these things work, but presumably well, they do have. That is one of the ways they do it, isn't it? With nets, shark nets. It must be, or some sort. I guess they're not. They don't have some sort of. Um, I don't know how what else would you call it, like a, an electric mesh. I don't think they're powered ever. I think they're just nets because the nets just keep them away and they don't try and swim through them. And yeah, that's it. Mm. Or just a deterrent. Um, Just keeps them away. Yeah, well, he was a 17-year-old high school student. He was surfing with friends on the first day of the student's spring vacation when he was attacked off the Balinas Lighthouse Beach. Is he okay? Uh, the shark struck from behind a bit across his board and the fins lay on the board paddling. It tore into the fiberglass as its upper teeth clamped his hip and thigh, so it got a good part of him. The shark lacerated his leg in three or four places fairly deeply. Luckily, the lifeguards were on duty and got down there quickly. He should be okay. <laughs> so he's va- he basically got away with a scratch. He should be okay. Yeah, it was close to his artery, but he was fine. Um, yeah. Wow. <coughs> Have you ever been bitten by a shark? No. 
No? <coughs> no. Do you remember, like, one of the very first podcasts we did, we talked about sharks, different types of sharks? <coughs> did we? Yeah, we did. I think it was one of the ones that before we named it. We t- talked about sharks. Are they still available? I <laughs> think they're oh, on Spreaker. Oh, that's car crash, that is. If you want to laugh, and you probably... If you want to laugh, listen to the one before we named it. <laughs> yeah, the one before it got a name or something. It's even, it, does, it doesn't and, even have uh, an episode number. I think, it's, I think it starts with me reading the first few lines of the Bible. Yeah, you, yeah. it was a literary review of the Bible. <laughs> it was quite, quite edgy, wasn't it? It was fun. <coughs> um, but yeah, so you've never been bitten by a shark. Mo. Have you ever been bitten by a fish? No. no I, I, mean I try to stay away from fish, really. I've, I've said I'm not like a massive fishy guy. But, um, nah, this is it's quite, it's just kind of ironic, really, that the guy who campaigned against it. We love good irony on this show. We love a good <coughs> irony. It does sort of uh, provide the most of um, our stuff. But it does. Wow, there's a, last week a 29-year-old surfer died after his leg was bitten off in Perth. So, died. Yeah, it, Australia has averaged fewer than two deadly attacks per year in recent decades. So it's still, I guess, when you say like, it's very rare, isn't it? More people, more people die in other ways than that. Yeah, they must. Two a year. Two a year. Hmm. That's hardly any. Yeah, but it's, it's a, but it's still enough though. Mm. It would make me think about it. Think how many surfers there are in Australia. There are thousands. Yeah, but, but think the probabilities. Well, how many tiny. close shaves do we get? That's only deaths. That doesn't mean that's attacks. Yeah. Okay. Fine. How many attacks? Then? I don't know. There'll probably be quite a few attacks, and there'll probably yeah, be more true, people actually. who see sharks and stuff. True. So I guess, and also the other thing is they're not like remote beaches away from anywhere. That's in Perth. That's mm. like a populated well. That's a big area. That's like a yeah. big. He's not in the stick somewhere yeah. where people would say, don't go there, there'll be sharks there. Mm. I think the surfers just don't care, though. They just get on with it. Is, there, is, it, like, it, it? is it like a badge of honour? I think? bet it is. Like, that guy, once he gets better, he's going to be like, yeah, I got attacked by a shark. Yeah, boy! Yeah, boy! <laughs> got attacked by a shark. How long do you reckon his yeah, boy, will be? Very long. I think, I think we might add those on the end. Yeah, boy! We'll add the yeah, boy. Just turn the, the um, levels down. Nah, we'll put proper ear blowers. Yeah, have you ever been? Have you ever had any run-ins with lifeguards? No, I did get caught in a riptide once, but I managed to get myself out of it. Mm. Only just nearly have threw you never up had, when I got back to the had, Never even had a run-in in like in a swimming pool. I was mm, thrown out. No, of I haven't. I was thrown out of the local pool for doing a front flip when I was like. I got kicked out of the pool by a teacher once. What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I was playing dead. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so we were all pissing about in the pool. <coughs> you know, because you do. You have those That's periods. such a George thing to do. <laughs> you have those periods where you're not really doing anything. And anyway, it was me and a few a few friends, and we were all just sort of playing dead, you know, lying face down and like floating on your back. You know what I mean? <coughs> the mushroom. The mushroom. And we were there was a couple of us doing it, and we were kind of like seeing how long we'd each last, you know. <coughs> and I well Turns outlasted. Turns out three and a half minutes is, is too long. <laughs> Start the razor session. <laughs> I well outlasted the guys I was with, and then. <laughs> and the next thing I'm, I'm being like shaken to come up, so I come up. And the teacher's there, <laughs> and he's just like, 
Get out. <laughs> so I um I spent I spent the rest of that that lesson without a towel inside <laughs> of the swimming pool. <laughs> Quite cold. But I deserved it. No repercussions though. I apologised to the teacher afterwards and there were no repercussions. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you absolute idiot. <laughs> Could you imagine being the teacher though? You'd have been fucking terrified. <laughs> no idea what to do. <laughs> because like, I guess we've seen it now. Like our friends who are now like new teachers. Would have been Newly like, qualified yeah. teachers. Could potentially, they could have a kid. Do, do that. They've never had... In university, they didn't go to the teach the kids to swim section of the course. They must. Like These were PE teachers, though. They didn't know what they were doing. <coughs> yeah, but even the PE teachers must dread swimming. What to do if a child does the mushroom? <laughs> 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 so yeah, that was. Um... I've had some other like close calls in pools, though. Yeah. Like weird stuff. I used to go swimming on a Friday night after school <coughs> with a lady who was like. Had a ch- had uh, kids were like, uh, I said like so many times then I don't like this. Like like um, like, they were county level, border Ooh. like very fast swimmers. Ooh. So they used to get up super early in the morning and go swimming. Well, they moved house and they had this pool built at their house. So we used to go there. Where's this? Oh, just it wasn't. It was like in a it was what around here? Yeah, yeah, locally. And um, who are you friends with? Her, her um. Her mum was like a swimming coach. So we used to go along and it was like full on. We used to go for an hour and we used to swim for 45 minutes, like out of the hour. And we used to have like a 15 minute, you know, like a quarter of an hour chat messing around as we got changed and whatever and got in the pool before we started. This is when the misdemeanors would happen. So I used to go with our friend Alex and my sister. Alex was a massive bloke. He's a legend. But he's like, at the time, he was probably, he was playing rugby for England at the time, like England under 16s. He was a prop. And I reckon at that time he was in good shape as well. But I reckon he was probably, I'm going to say 19, 20 stone-ish at the Jesus time. Massive, Christ. massive kid. My God, I did not know a 20 stone man could swim so fast. He is like a fish. Muscle. He's like a fish, like a whale. <laughs> he was m- honestly like the beast. Well, so he, whales aren't fish, are they? No, they no, are. No, they are mammals. Um, so he, yeah, he was an awesome swimmer. So I used to mess around. We used to throw the little football to each other and whatever. And you know the little sucker on the bottom that filters the pool. Yep. We were Alex was riding me like a surfboard. So you know, we one person stands as a plank and the other person stands on their back. Come on, we've all been there. You know that that trick. Alex stands on me, pushes me to the bottom, and I get stuck on the what? I seal my chest seals on the sucker. And all of a sudden... Yeah, if you get a perfect seal... Yeah, I got a perfect seal. And when it perfectly sealed, it actually was sucking really hard. It sucked really hard. And I had like a fish, like a spider's web hickey on my chest. <laughs> kind of, It left an imprint. It left a proper mark where it sucked down oh, so hard. Please tell me you took a photo of that. No, I don't think so. Oh, I, no. I pushed off and I like, tried to pop up really quickly. Yeah, of course you would. You're underwater. And then I stood up like, oh, and then... Yvonne and my sister saw and were like, were like, what have you did? What have they done? And I was like, oh, I realised that we'd done something really stupid <laughs> and nearly got me stuck to the bottom of the pool. Uh, that could have ended really badly. Not as badly as you playing dead in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> We've always, we both had like a near death 
pool it's experience. pool experience. I learned to swim at Lamorna in Kingstanton. I know. I'm not sure where I did swimming lessons there, so I may have also learned to swim at Lamorna. I did did lessons there. Mm. Lots of people did lessons there. But that was just somebody's weird garden shed pool that we used yeah, to go but to. Yeah, but it was a B&B, wasn't it, I thought, Lamorna? Yeah, it was just a horrible hotel, but the person but obviously the, used but to... The, but the um, swimming pool was quite good. It was all right. I mean, it wasn't... It got, it got better, didn't it? They redid it recently. Few, I haven't like, been five there. Five years ago or something. I haven't been there since I think I they re- like they re- they nine. properly redid it. It wasn't just a shed. We used to go to the Scouts, didn't we? Because um, it was heated, whereas Chudley Pool... They Chudley didn't Pool heat. definitely isn't, wasn't heated at all. They could we? heat it. They've got the technology. <laughs> we I think that's the, the problem. It costs so much. To yeah, it's expensive, pools. isn't it? Yeah, and that's uh, Yvonne, Yvonne's pool doesn't exist anymore. Oh, they get filled yeah, in. Yeah, she filled it in because um, kids moved out so they weren't swimming all the time. And, and they're I expensive. Mean, and it cost a fortune to keep it running. Um, but no, those were the days. But we, we used to swim like solidly for 45 minutes doing training programs and do, having personal best times and whatever. It was pretty regimental. I got quite a good swimmer. Was it fun? Yeah, but only for the misdemeanors for the 15 minutes <laughs> neither end. The actual <laughs> swimming, swimming is very solitary. I've never enjoyed lengths. I've never enjoyed well, it. Well, it is really, really, really solitary, and it's very yeah. repetitive. Yeah, don't get into it. And at it's, all. it's just yeah. I used to like diving for sinkers to get to retrieve a hoop, mm, a hoop. or a brick, or a, yeah, or whatever, whatever we could throw in the pool. Plasters. <laughs> Pick the tiles off the bottom. <laughs> <of> the <laughs> Pick the grout out from between. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Shows our our upbringing of local pools, but I like mm-hmm. I do quite like the local pool, and I like that it's around. But obviously, it requires a community to run it, yeah. and it's a somewhat reluctant community. As every year, it feels like it's teetering on the edge of closure. Every year, it is. I think teetering on the edge of closure. <laughs> but so but it many seems like two or three parties in one year seems to keep it going. So what school like birthday parties? Yeah, because obviously I live just around the corner, so I can hear and smell the barbecue. So yeah, they I think they quite often have parties there, and they're um I think that's must be what keeps it going. And I imagine the schools sort of part, part fund it as well. You'd hope so, mm. especially the amount of kids they take there to learn well, it's lessons on the ground. So, hmm, hmm. I never use it. It's I'm I'm ashamed to say actually. No, I've never had any like back to lifeguards though. I yeah I got thrown out of Chuddy Pool for doing a front flip, but that he asked me front not to flip. he asked me not to do it and then I still did it. So to be <laughs> fair, <laughs> probably had that one coming, but I'm I've never really had any proper run-ins with yeah. like sea lifeguards. Have you ever had a run-in with anyone like in a authority? Not I'm not talking like police. Respect my authority. I mean like someone who thinks they're no. Do you know what I mean? No, a bad boot on the other side of the foot. Where, where you've foot. had to tell people. Yeah, when we were on the when we were working at the climbing center. Oh yeah. Because I the bet. thing is that was there's no real like room for error there. Yeah. That I can understand. The problem was you get kids if if you were doing abseiling or taking uh, groups places like that, they didn't quite understand the cons well they, they don't understand the consequences of the location of where death. they were. And I don't think they quite realise that, yes, they're stood on a little patch of, patch of grass here, but 20 foot to your left is genuinely a 100 foot drop. And there aren't many places where they've seen that setup of a little field with a 100 yeah. foot on your left-hand yeah. side. Um, so they would be, yeah, you'd have to lose your rag sometimes. But it wasn't really... But also the other thing, on a high ropes course, like Go Ape or that kind of thing, 
you had some people who were just genuinely retarded <laughs> and that obviously you have two two attachment points so when you're mm. changing cable you always have one attached at once it's quite obvious the amount of times what you, that you get is just people who stand up on the first platform and they're like 25 foot in the air both swinging them around in their hands having a conversation to the person behind them and you're like whoa and yeah it's pretty it was quite scary so yeah i lost my rag a few times yeah but no i've never had any run-ins with no me neither never really i was always a bit <coughs> to be honest right when i grew up i was always scared i was always scared of getting in trouble yeah. and now looking back on it i should have been in more trouble yeah, I, think I wish I'd, I wish before, I was just more stupid. School. I wish I'd done more rule breaking. I don't think you should. I don't think that you should. Um, as long as you don't die, clearly at a climbing centre, don't go ignoring their advice. But you know, as long as you don't there. die. Yeah, that's not really something you can say in hindsight, is it? <laughs> no, as long as you don't lose an eye or die, I think. <laughs> well, whatever doesn't kill me. <laughs> It would make you stronger. Or it would give you a story for the podcast. It would give you a story for the podcast. That's true. That's true. It will. That's a good point. Where would he be without these misdemeanours? I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I still can't get over the fact that you got kicked out of the pool for playing dead. I genuinely... That was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it was stupid. How old were you? Um, Were you old enough to know better? Probably. Were you in secondary school? Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it must have been like year eight or nine. Yes, yes. It was bad. I remember when we did, I did GCSE PE, and GCSE PE was a bit of a con. Like, you had to choose sports to be like graded in. Yeah. You had to choose like four sports to be graded in, but a really safe bet was to make sure you were being graded in, um, what was it called, personal survival? Oh, yeah, I remember that. essentially, because like, you got a, a rating out of 10. And well, as you long jumped as in you, the pool with clothes Yeah, on. as long as you ticked all the boxes, you you got a 10 for this. And rounders, everyone would do rounders and everyone would do personal rounders survival. Rounders was great. Because it was just a great way of guaranteeing a high grade. Because if you chose to be, if you chose football as one of your sports, you had to be like county level football yeah. to, to achieve a 10. So you just chose obscure things that you could learn within an eight week block. Yeah. Um, so I did quite a lot of swimming in tracksuit bottoms and two t-shirts. And we used to have to go at 7am to go to yep. a different pool and go and do that. But school swimming never really did it for me. Did you ever do football at school, like football club? No, I didn't have the body shape for that. And yeah, fair enough. I played rugby in school. I used to play football badly, as I'm sure lots of people will remember. Yes. Um, but we we did it as uh, secondary. I remember this one um, lunchtime where it was raining, but it wasn't it wasn't raining. It was sleeting, but it wasn't sleeting. It was like like a blizzard. <laughs> like you couldn't see a couple of feet in front of you. It was that bad. And we were in shorts and t-shirts on the field at lunchtime, and we're out there. And it starts getting bad, getting worse, getting worse, getting worse. And like, it's at the point where it's stinging your legs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's so heavy. On bare thighs, <laughs> it's like actually stings. <coughs> and we're saying to the teacher, "Shouldn't we be going in?" And he's like, <coughs> "No, just carry on." And we're there, like, "Can't even see the football." <laughs> like, Who's even got the ball? <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on. He brings out the orange ball. 
for the one one occasion a year when visibility gets so poor. So we we I d- I just remember getting very wet. School PE though is a horror show if you actually think back and look at it. It's a horror show if you hate sport, and it's a horror show if you like sport. Yeah, who if does? If you like sport, it's not done properly. Yeah. And if you hate sport, then it's just horrendous. Is there, like, a middle Joe who loves PE? Because I just, I remember the the worst thing, the, the problem is, essentially, you've nailed it there. You've got such a skill difference. Yeah. So the problem is, uh, they were big into rugby, like, when we were in the lower school, the guy in charge of yeah. Mr. Bauer was a rugby man. He so we we did rugby. We never played football. He's the guy that kicked me out of the swimming pool. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> Everybody who knows him will know what that would have been like. Um. <laughs> um. So he and he was the one that led the football coach as well. <laughs> he was hard. He was old school. That was the thing. He was. Old he was. School. He was super old school. That's why we used to play flame rugby. You do it in an eight-week slot. Or until Mr. Bauer got bored, which might be like mid-March, when you're <laughs> playing rugby for four months. And um, but by that time, you've got the people who are playing like club rugby for the local town on the weekend, yeah. running as hard as they could into a guy. Proper rugby, yeah. Who into a kid who doesn't like sport? Who really doesn't want to be there? No, and the problem is the collisions were too big for the. It was like the diff- the skill level was totally inappropriate. Yeah, and they never picked the teams that well either. So, well, if you even if you did, you couldn't. That was the, that's the thing with that game. It's fine. As yeah, long but you as just put all the big guys against all the big guys, and all the little guys against the little guys, and you're sorted. <coughs> yeah, the, but you still at some point are going to have somebody who's fourteen stone running into somebody who's eight. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and it seems <laughs> funny at the time. As well. It's funny at the time, but. It's super easy to end up getting like. But I suppose that's why they used to play tag and stuff instead. We only played full contact a few times. Nah, we. I don't know. Whatever groups I was in, we were. Mr. Bauer was. But then I guess maybe I was more into it and I was willing to maybe. go for it. And then that's what happened. I don't remember a lot doing a lot in PE. I never really. En- I never enjoyed PE that much. I And also, they'd be like, oh, now we're going into our weight training section. So they'd take you into this little. St- poorly stocked gym and it's better now just, though and everyone would just try and lift as much as they could with no training yeah hardly well yeah none <laughs> literally. literally none it was literally don't lift too much <laughs> that was our training i leg pressed 180 kilos when i was in school <laughs> well obviously i was i was strong i was doing lots of cycling but there's no way that with no safety instructions should anybody be leg pressing those kind of I mean, I probably there locking my knees out backwards and just oh, think man. about think about what could have the consequences were just when there'd be like somebody on the in the corner with the treadmill at twenty five, <laughs> stood there Vertical. stood there running like running that, up uh, running up the stairs running like that eight Arabian man we've all seen on YouTube who's looking behind him he can't believe he's not going anywhere. Like, uh, <laughs> oh. I used to just rowing machine. So I used to enjoy and when we weren't uh, there. No one enjoys rowing machines. Oh, loved it. I don't know how many. What was it? at First to a thousand? Or was it? Yeah, it was a thousand. Racing, ridiculous? Exactly, racing to a thousand meters. We used to race to a thousand. Yeah, which that is was like good fun. If you if you're hauling, probably like three minutes. It's like under four. If yeah, you, I don't remember what the times were, but I remember competing and having names on the yeah on the sheet. So then, essentially, that's exercising as hard as you physically can for yeah. somewhere in the region of four minutes, and then doing nothing else for the rest of the. Well, you, it would just make you be sick doing that. But having long legs and long arms helped. Yeah, for me. you are you are king of the gangle. Yeah, very gangly. <laughs> so that helped. Super gangly. I just it was just stupid though, especially single PE. We had single P 
period. Yeah, what can you get done in 45 PE minutes? But nothing, because at half of it, if not more, is spent getting changed. Oh. So you would go and get changed for 15 minutes. Is that a minutes. thing everywhere? The flipping... Spend 10 minutes actually doing anything. Remember, you've also got, like, teaching. So you've got, like, 10 minutes of trying to tell you what you're supposed to be doing, right? 10 minutes of doing it, 10 minutes of packing everything away, and then another 15 minutes of getting changed again. It's pointless. I'm sure I can attribute most of my... Lung problems in later life. Oh, what to Lynx Africa? Back to I literally can. I think I can trace I can it back to Lynx, it. to Lynx chocolate and Lynx Africa. <laughs> if I close my eyes, I can take myself back. I can actually taste it. In it used my mouth. to. It used to be absorbed into your skin through like. <laughs> it would just used to be absorbed into your pores. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Every every school across the land, every boys' changing room must have just smelt of Lynx Africa. It was terrible. And do you remember the smell? I will take the smell of the little room which had all the spare kit in oh. to my grave. Like that little. <laughs> that like musty little, clothes smell. Yeah, with all the. Mixed those, with trainers. Yeah, and those wet yourself joggers they used to make you wear <laughs> if you forgot your kit. Oh. It was savage. It's not even. Oh, is it man. character building? No, it's just cruel. It doesn't make people because it was never even the people who just forgot their kit. It was people who came from how ha- home. Yeah, there were people who probably didn't have who didn't just you? couldn't. Yeah, you know, for whatever reason, whatever. just couldn't get it sorted, and it was just victimizing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, oh my! Terrible God. man. Oh, it's funny. You forget. I forget about all these things until I sit back and actually. Things, yeah. Till I actually look at it for a while. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, that's something. Oh, do you know what we've forgotten? What did we forget? What is it? How long have we been? Good. No, we got time. We got time. Yeah. Good. I thought we was gonna have to squeeze it in then. No, we got time. Earn watch, earn watch. It's time for Kim Jong Un watch. Yes. Kim Jong is back in the room. It's yes. been a big week for Un. <laughs> it's been a big week for Un. So much so that actually when George came round, he, he actually told me some stories. Well, about I Un. thought that you this would have been your story, but Well normally normally I'm the one who's breaking the news to George well, and then consequently on to was, you. This was this is my mum. She spotted it in the mirror. Oh, yeah, oh yes, it is. Mm. That's why my source. So you go Oh god. Hang on about which tab is playing? South Korea. I've got loads of news tabs open. And they're all playing, they're all playing the same. like. There's nothing. There's not even a video Just playing. Just press the mute button. It's an error saying it can't download the video, but for some reason it's still playing the soundtrack. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. This week, uh, on on uh, last uh, Wednesday, watch. on last Wednesday, Kim Jong Un accidentally let the world access its internal internet. Oh, it did. So we were allowed to get a sneak peek into North Korea's internet. I forgot about and that. And amazing, it only has 28 websites online, wow. including its own version of Facebook. Of course, I'm um, sure it's terrible. So it is quite an, an embarrassing setback, to be honest, um, for them, because it does make them look quite stupid, really. Were, were there, are there actually only 28, though, or were only 28 made available? No, there are only twenty eight on the whole because the whole the main DNS server, uh, they they essentially oh, okay, sure, yeah, somebody fine. leaked the data to the whole like the the locked server onto Reddit, so they scanned everything available. Sure, yeah, and there cool. was only twenty eight available. Um, yeah, which is wow, 
kind of shocking, 28 really. 28 websites. They are still living in the, um, in the in the Dark Ages. As well, we've also had... Um, what was your one your mum said? Oh, that one. Um, I think I can remember it. Basically, there's loads of statues. That's it! The statues being erected of... Yes! Un and Kim Il-sung. Kim... Y- Kim Il-sung? Was that his dad? Kim yes. Jong-un and Kim Il-sung? Uh, yeah, Kim Il-sung. Good knowledge. Yeah. Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il and Kim Il-sung, who's the ones before. Oh, grandfather as well, yeah. Yes. So three of them. So they're erecting loads of statues. Of them on, like, horseback and stuff, which yeah. they've, uh, amazing, they've never done as well. They've never, ever ridden on Brilliant. horseback. Brilliant. So it... Um, yeah. And they're slowing the s- traffic by changing the speed limit. The speed limit by those statues... To something like four miles an hour. Yeah, it says three miles an hour. Three miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, yes. So you're supposed to crawl by, um, and I suppose I don't know, pay your respect. I don't know. But Salute. I don't know what you're supposed to the do. The traffic is very light. It says here, as the only the political elites are allowed personal cars. Oh, okay. And but though I will I will give them ten out of ten. The statue is bloody impressive. Is it? It's immense. It's like one of them. It's like a massive brick. St- big wedge with a huge wow <laughs> like imagine nelson's it's amazing column what you can do with slaves isn't it yeah <laughs> imagine nelson's column but make it like yeah the wider. same height the same height but wider 50 times the girth and still put the and put a, and put a massive a massive horse. prancing horse with kim jong un on the top of it and there you go and that's Slowing the traffic down to three kilometers, three miles an hour. Basically, they do the same thing in London, though. It's just there's so much congestion rather than <laughs> actually slowing the traffic down. So. Maybe that's, yeah. Maybe that's where they got this idea from. Maybe. I didn't know it was possible to drive at three miles an hour, if I'm perfectly honest with you. <laughs> three miles an hour, max speed. Let's just put it into first gear and let it crawl itself along. Ghost ride the whip. <laughs> just put it in first and let it chug. Um, <laughs> South Korea this week has also revealed it has a plan to assassinate Kim Jong-un. Oh. And they've just straight well, out. I'm glad they've told everyone. They've yeah, <laughs> they just great straight idea. out come out and said that if they feel threatened, the elite troops are already on standby, and they have a plan to do it. Yeah, they have precision um, missile capabilities to target the enemy's facilities. That they, they literally have. They are all set up and ready to go. Push the button. Done. Yeah. Also, the this is hilarious. There's a caption under a picture here of Kim Jong Un laughing. He's inspecting farm number 1116 in an undisclosed... So literally, in his wow. world, the farms are obviously just numbered. They're, numbered They're not even named. named. It's a very odd place. But yeah, it's been a good week for Un, really. If, if we, um, in, a, in a quick look back through Unwatch, it's been a fairly been decent... a good week. Yeah, for the big man. Big Un. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any other... I think, I think that's it. Unwatch news to... To present, I'll um, keep my ear on the ground. Yeah, good for idea. Ready for next time. Yeah, keep talking to your uh, inside knowledge people in North Korea. Yeah, I will. That's where. That's actually where this directly comes from. Mm, yeah, it's not the yeah. mirror. It's Miha. Yeah, he's a North Miha Korean. Miha He's a North Korean. Yeah, spy. He, he gets me on Skype, <laughs> which means <laughs> somehow it's quite it's quite dodgy for him. To be fair, he he's he's doing me a solid because he could be killed for this. 
He's a top guy, though. He's a big fan. He is. He's a top guy. Of the he's fan. a big he's fan a t- of the pod. Yeah, when we look back through the statistics, you can actually see where people listen. Mm. And amazingly, there was just one guy in North Korea, and we were like, he's our guy. Him. He is the guy to he's tell our us guy. about Kim. Yeah, so how can we find him? And then he sends me the links. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually how That's how Unwatch was born. That is genuinely how it It wasn't happened. through my boredom of trying to think of a funny intro to something. To a news backing soundtrack. No, no, it wouldn't be that. But that's definitely not what happened. Anyway, I should roll the outro. Unwatch! Unwatch! That has been Kim Jong Unwatch! That has been Kim Jong Unwatch. (laughs) That look. (laughs) Angus just gave me an amazing look. The only other thing, the only other feature to uh, talk about. Reviews? Is the, the crisps and beer. Oh, crisps and beer. The crisps and beer. Yeah. So you go beer, I'll go crisps. We this week's beer, this week's pod has been brought to you by. Um, we've been lubricated by. What's it called? Um, Brewdog. KY Jelly. No, not KY Jelly this week, George. That's later. Um, <coughs> Brewdog. Punk IPA. Punk IPA, the, the most boring one. But yeah, got some. It's of that. not. It's lush. Yeah, but I know. But it's the it's the mainstream. It smells like. What does it smell? Is it grape? It's fruit? fruity. Yeah, there's some fruits. Is it grapefruit or pineapple? I think it's grapefruit, isn't it? There you go. That was me having a sip. It's got grapefruit on the nose. Yeah, it's a very nice beer. I guess it's a young man's beer. Yeah, I think it is. It's very good. It's good, though. I'm enjoying it. I think I might get some... I might start having this as my, like, house beer. Mm. It's a good house beer. Mm, Just to have in for a while. And the crisps are pop. Pop something, aren't they? Yeah. Popped crisps. And they look like... They're popped, not fried. Yeah, they look like Rivita's. no, 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 not Rivita's, like Snacker Jacks. Yes. But crushed down to a thin thing and then A thin fried. Wife. And a little bit, look a little bit like small poppadoms. If you look at them, yeah, they look like mini poppadoms. But if you look at them closely, they're made up of like lots of bits of puffed mm. potato. And how crunchy would you say they are? Very. Ludicrously crunchy. And Very. To be fair to George, he's been eating them throughout the podcast. Yeah, I've been carefully eating them. And he carries on holding his microphone away from him. Almost mm. like... I'm handheld today, yeah. Zonde. You know, the chocolate rain guy. Chocolate rain. I look away from the mic so I don't breathe in. <laughs> Internet cult hero. They're uh, they're nice, though. Yeah. They taste... They they taste healthy. Hmm. Like Snacker Jacks. Or like if you're eating just like rice crackers. That's what they mm. taste like, but they're salty. Hmm. Um, yeah. So that has been that. That's been... That's that's that really. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? That concludes the personal messages. We continue with music. The outro music rolls. Yeah. It's yeah, a bit of a weird one. Been, yeah. Talked about well, I mean all sorts. Before we before we even started on shark attacks, I spent seven minutes I mean if you if you managed to carry on listening through my sporting rant. If you didn't just push it forward. If you didn't just push it forward. To be honest, I'm probably gonna push it forward later, so Yeah. When do you, <laughs> When George listens back, he's going to bump through it. Boring. Move it on. <laughs> yeah, we talked about doping scandals. and then Which is a very uh, important subject. And then we talked about teenage surfers getting attacked. And then we talked about getting kicked out of pools, swimming lessons, George pretending to <coughs> drown. Doing the mushroom. Rugby, football, school PE, the smell of the PE room, Everybody Lynx Africa. Um, and Unwatch. And Unwatch. Yeah. And more importantly, we remembered the rundown. That was a banger. It was. It was. A, I think it was a varied mix. Banger. It was more just. It was back. In, it was another school memory thing, really. Yeah, but they're great. Yeah, I guess sometimes. 
And also, I think it's a very un- it's a unanimous experience. I think everybody has everybody everybody it doesn't knows yeah. the PE smell. Yeah, and it doesn't the matter spare where you were, it's smell feet and mud and just everything and rain and yeah nastiness. Ugh. So yes, that that has been the start of a ten. That's been start of a ten. He was Angus. He's been George. And we are going to have to record one in the get one in the bank because George is going away on holiday. I'm going away, so uh, yeah. So we're next to... next week's one will be pre-recorded. It will be a pre-record, so it may not be that topical. And sadly, we may not have an unwatch. We might skip unwatch. So we'll have to do it on Twitter instead. Hold tight, unwatch fans. It will be back on Twitter. It will be back, and we'll be back. We will be. Next Tuesday. Next le- next week. Boom. Boom. See you later. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Cheers. It takes thousands of hours to become an astronaut. Right, Nina? Oh, I'm not an astronaut. I'm a design consultant at the Container Store. But you explore space. I help you find space with our Alpha Closet systems. And you're an expert. Pretty good at it. And you use satellites to communicate. I'm doing more virtual in-home closet designs, but I wouldn't say... We salute you, astronaut Nina, for helping us find space. You're welcome. The Alpha sales bonus is here. Earn up to $500 in credit now through February 7th at the Container Store, where space comes from. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online, so any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore, so we're calling for a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com.